Hello. Hey. We're back. Oh my gosh, we're so back. We are so ready to do this again. Yes, we're so excited. This is like a little too fun for us, I think. I know. We just like, I feel like we're not going to stop. No, we're definitely not. It's good. It's good. It's good. Also, so. um, the sound is definitely upgraded now that Tara has found her new I ha- have found phones. my headphones. Yes. Um, I've lost them for like a week, but we're back, we're back. Um, that's yeah. all good now. So we got we got She loses them every week, so I do. it will be a regular <laughs> occurrence. Yeah, but it's fine. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Annie? Okay, so I think today's um little this is gonna be a really fun episode for us. Long awaited. Um mental health and drama yeah. maybe. Trauma. Yeah. Well that kinda goes into it, so Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I also I wanna preface this with if we laugh. It's because we are <laughs> unable to cope with pain. Yeah, um, it's really good. Um, I'm sure, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people have this. Okay? Yeah. And I actually was, like, listening to our podcast earlier to, like, make sure everything was good. And literally, the amount of times we would just make insensitive oh jokes. Oh, my God. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not that we're laughing at that specific just... problem. It's that As... we've either experienced it ourselves or... Yeah, yeah, it's just we don't know how to like experience. <laughs> we don't know how to, know how to handle things, it's and so fine. we're just awkward <laughs> and laugh about it. So it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, we're not trying to offend anybody. So, yeah. Okay. Hmm. So who wants to start? Oh my god! I should probably preface. Uh, also, yeah. guys, it was my one year free of Xanax <gasps> yes! yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh my gosh, um, Queen! I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was a year off it, and that was really cool. Everybody's um, like, what the fuck? Everyone's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, yeah, so was, did have that quite a lot, yeah. but we, we, we don't have it anymore, so that's yeah, we're really better cool. Now. We are we're better. better. We're better mentally, so now we're good, but I did use it, and now I don't. Yes. It's a year since. And that and is I'm, pretty cool. We are so proud of you, Tara. So proud. Oh, well, thank you. So, um, yeah. And I, this is really not that big of a milestone, but I am four months clean of yes! cutting. But that's, like, really good, though. Yeah. Like, that's really good because yeah. it's, like, an addiction, you know? Yep. <laughs> You can yep. ask my wrists. They'll say <laughs> that it was an addiction. Um, you know when I was like, when I was like in the, like in psych, they were like, "Oh, so you're a lefty?" Uh, <laughs> bitch, they did not. They really <laughs> called you out, didn't they? They really did, and I was like, "Huh, yeah, <laughs> I I am actually." Thank you. Uh, I love that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We're only, like, so we're only like three minutes and 28 seconds in and we're already like, <laughs> yeah, we cut and we were addicted to Xanax. <laughs> yeah, really, really fun time. I really hope Mia doesn't listen to this one. This one will yeah. be the one that kills her. Okay. Mia, I love you, Mia. Mia, we love you, but you need to exit right now. Yeah, we, we love you, but please. This for is your for own. your own good. I should have said this earlier because she, she's already... <laughs> okay, I'll put it in the... um description mm-hmm. okay anyway so 
do you want to start or do you want me to start? You can start. Okay. So, as you've heard in the earlier podcasts, <laughs> um, okay, you know what? Let me not start there. So, when I was a child, I was a very anxious child, and I'm pretty yeah, sure, like, I'm pretty sure that, like, you could definitely tell, but my parents weren't educated in, like, mental health. Neither of them experienced it. I feel like a lot of people, um, like, yeah, parents, and that, especially, like, like, like Gen Z parents just yeah. do not know at all. No. Like, even my mom, who, like, has, like, her own, like, struggles with mental health, she's still, like, yeah, so confused by it. Yeah. And I feel like actually a lot of parents do actually deal with like mental health problems. They're just not like aware of them. Yeah, they just don't so they know don't, it. So they don't like actually get help. And then yeah, that which also is really sad. Up onto their kids. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So I feel like I definitely had issues when I was young, and like, like you know, I was very definitely less with things like depression and way more with anxiety like yeah, yeah. I never wanted to bring attention to myself I never yeah, wanted to be people... called on you know I the like normal comes from like a lot of stuff like in school school does that to like, yeah even kid. though I was literally homeschooled for like my whole life but <laughs> anyway I don't understand the concept of homeschooling well I'll explain it to you later but um <laughs> It also came from, like, you know, I love Mexico more than anything. So this is mm. not a, like, um, hate towards them. Love Mexico. But um, it really did come, like, a lot from my parents, like, telling me, like, be afraid of these people. Yeah. Not – actually, let me rephrase that. So we lived in a very bad area. Mm. And – it was very much the drug Let capital, us, yeah. and it was just very really fulfilling the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't want anybody to think that's the entirety of Mexico, yeah. but in that specific split, like in that specific it place, it yeah, was. Yeah. So anyway, there came a lot of anxiety from that, like just yeah. constantly thinking that I was going to get kidnapped and to oh, be yeah. afraid of men. <sighs> Um, we so, are afraid of men, though. So yeah, we both are like, cripplingly <laughs> afraid of men. Um, and then when I kind of grew up a little bit more, when I was twelve, my dad was diagnosed with cancer, got really depressed. Um, fair enough. Kind of you know, the, the fair enough. Literally, fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah. My so we were in the process of adopting, and oh. I was wanted my whole life wanted a little sister or a brother. Aww. Like I really just wanted a little sibling to like yeah. take care of, and because I am a motherly person because of probably mental health issues. But <laughs> yeah. um, so I really just want a younger sibling, and that's mm. what I was gonna get. I was. We were in the process, and I was so, so close. Sweet. I was a month away from getting my little sister, and <laughs> then my dad was diagnosed with fucking cancer. <laughs> um, so she was adopted by somebody else, and that was oh, yeah, really where I think a lot of my depression started. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Um, and so 
<laughs> so like I specifically remember this one night where I just didn't know you know I was young I didn't know how to cope yeah with like these... you have no idea I don't you don't know how to like cope with these like the only really way like hard you emotions. learn how to cope about things like with things that is like that harsh is like from the internet mostly or like mm. things that you've seen other people do or things that you like heard, yeah which I think is really bad I think there yeah. should be like more education on that kind of stuff because like mm-hmm. that's like a lot of things how I started a lot of things was like either from like people telling me like friends or like the mm-hmm. internet yeah and that's like really bad coping mechanisms yeah no I definitely agree with you also sorry if you hear trucks I'm like right by my window and it's open so <laughs> um so I like remember like walking into my room and like walking because I didn't I never wanted to like cry in front of my parents or like show yeah. kind of any emotion because I didn't want them to know that I was hurting Mm. and which is really really hurtful for like somebody like a kid though because I was 12 yeah yeah and even like that's damaging now as a 17 year old but like but it's like a young kid it's not something because like your parents are something that like you you know yeah but so I like never cried in front of them and so I would just like go into my room and like just start like sobbing myself to sleep it was just like really really bad because yeah I just didn't know like I didn't know what was happening nobody none of my friends knew like I didn't know like I wasn't gonna just go and like on a play date and be like oh my dad's dying and I'm depressed like no you don't say that (laughs) you don't even know how to like explain your feelings yeah because you're like Like, you're just like I feel like this I don't know why yeah and like I can't even just like describe depression now yeah no no I can't so how was I supposed to, like, explain it to other kids my age yeah. back then when they had never experienced mental health issues either? Yeah. Like, there's no way. No. And so I felt very alone, very sad and depressed. And I didn't have any friends because I had moved – because we were, like, in my – living in my grandparents' house. Mm. And I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody. And mm. it was very lonely and – Definitely, yeah, that's just where I would say my depression started. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that was a really fun time for me. And then I moved another time and another time. Yeah, you moved a lot. Yeah, right? I've moved like 17 times. And that's insane. That's honestly really traumatizing for me too because yeah, I, I've, like, I've had a few friends that have moved and they just don't have a good like. Yeah, it's really... I think it's definitely a lot easier to, like, when you're moving as an adult and it's your own decision. Yeah. But when you're, like, a child and you don't really have a say in it. And, like, my parents, like, it wasn't their choice either. It was definitely the workspace that they yeah, were yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, But, like, my dad hated it for us. Like, he never wanted that for us. But but it just, that's just how it, it just happened. It just how it works. Yeah. yeah. And, but it really, really, like... I don't think I realized how much it damaged me until I was older because yeah, it's like a lot of things. It's like now I'm like so detached from everything. Like I'm detached mm. from, I think you relate to this a bit, like where you just yeah. don't feel like you have a home. Yeah. And like, no, I definitely do feel like that. Cause like, you know, I never, you, I wasn't even allowed to like hang paintings or you know hang stuff on my wall or anything because like we weren't there for long and we were renting the house and we didn't want to damage it 
and then I have to pay yeah. for all of that. So that's like, yeah, it's like one of my friends. Um, they'll know who I'm talking about. But like, we went to one of my friends' house, and like, she's probably lived there her whole life, and like, her family has like all like the paintings and like the pictures mm-hmm. of like childhood drawings like on their walls yeah. and stuff like that. It, it's like it just feels like such a nice home. And mm-hmm. she's also moved like a bunch of times. And she's like, that is so weird to me that like, you know, like yeah there's like actual people living in the house and it looks like a house that's been like lived in and that's like something like I literally like get so emotional about because it's like it just must be so amazing to live in the same home that you Mm. grew up in and just like because it's just it's creates it just feels different it's just like sense of security it creates security and like you just feel like no matter what happens, you'll be able to go back to this safe sp- yeah. space and, like, feel comfortable and secure. That's, and it. That's also something that gets me, like, very, like, in a yeah. different situation, but, like, same feeling. Yeah. Like, that's, like, one of the things that, like, gets me the most, yeah. I think. Because, I mean, like... as human beings, we crave that. We crave security. Yeah. And I think a home is way more special than people make it out to be. Yeah. Like when you don't have that, it's such a, like, a big thing. Yeah. And, like, you know, I make do. I make my room as comfortable as it can yeah, be. Same. But, like, like, I think that's why we decorate so much. Yeah. Like, my room is very much, Yeah. Like, like people would say, like, like, my friends, like, are always come to my room and they're like, Annie, your room is, like, aesthetically cluttered. And I'm like, yeah, literally, that's, that's literally but, my room there. Because, like, it's very, like, there's a lot going on. But it yeah, just, same. I just need, like, it to be busy to feel yeah. like my own space. Because my family yeah, would never decorate it like this. Oh, my God, no. My house is empty. I've lived here for three yeah. years. My house is empty. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Like, I have two massive rooms in my house that don't have any furniture in it. Like, and then, <laughs> and then you, like, walk into oh my, my room gosh. and you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, Your room's pretty in. crazy and I love it. It's great. Like, yeah, it is pretty amazing. And so my dad like almost got me in trouble, and it was like, well, he did actually. My stepdad, and he was like, oh, you have to take everything down for your walls. And I was like, fuck <gasps> you. Um, it ended up not happening, but you know, bro, I would murder if somebody wanted to do that. Absolutely. Well, so that takes a lot of time. It like, takes so long. Don't have like imagine taking one. down all the newspaper. Yeah, she has a full wall of newspaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh it my doesn't gosh. look shit, I swear. It looks no, really it looks cool. really, really good. Yeah, it took me, like, a day. But anyways, go on. Yes. Um, so, you know, I think a lot of mental illnesses were discovered from the death of my father. Mm, <laughs> and I think, yeah. like, okay, this is actually kind of sad, but um, when he died, like... I totally, like, I don't even know how I did this, yeah. but I would shove my emotions down so deep down that I didn't even know I was feeling them, you know? Yeah, and, definitely. And I feel like anybody that doesn't struggle with mental illness would just absolutely not Be get like, this. Be like, what? Yeah. But, um, like, my therapist, because I've been in therapy for four years, oh, well. That is so good. Like, <laughs> um, honestly. But... My therapist, she had told me, she was like, Annie, you tend to, like, make masks and, yeah. and like, cover your face with these personas. Yeah. And 
it's completely different than like multiple personality disorder it's like very different yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like um but i get what you mean though yeah it's mostly like putting on a mask for like different people yeah and even like yourself and like i thought that was normal but apparently it's not (laughs) no i thought it was too like i thought like it's like you have to like pretend to be someone else when you go talk to people like when you go to school you're a different person or like you know what i mean yeah like but no it's just it's completely different and like so my i don't know this is a pretty good tip i think but if any of you guys are struggling with this I definitely recommend naming your masks because then you you can't let the mask become you. You can't lose oh, yourself. Good. So yeah. um, that's what my therapist told me to do. And I really enjoyed it because then I could be like, if my, because like my family knew about it and I'd be like, oh, sorry. Like that was like Amber. That was yeah. like somebody else. And like, I would name them so that they, didn't mm. kind of mix in with me because I didn't knew yeah, who yeah. I was like I knew my alter but I didn't yeah. want I just didn't because those people are gross that I'm pretending to be yeah. they're not they're boring they're mm-hmm. nothing like me and like I, yeah, they I have, like, still a personality. like obviously I still have masks like I have yeah. my southern bell mask that i wear all the time because we love it it keeps me from getting shot um yeah it's cute but i'm like actually like a raging like gay feminist (laughs) (laughs) underneath all that yeah so um let's see where was i so basically i would like really like nobody knew that I was hurting and like Mm. they I mean they could assume because like her fucking dad just died but yeah but no one actually knew yeah nobody actually saw it and like to a point where like people from my church from my old church would like go up to my mom and be like um why does why don't I ever see her cry is she yeah is she like okay and my mom would be like but I also feel like fucking business I was like, it's something to deal with, like, witnessing death or, like... Yeah. There's, like... I mean, because, like, I... Yeah, you've yeah. <laughs> seen so <laughs> many people die. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Anyways. Come in. Yeah. Okay, oh. I'll be right there. Hey, that was my stepdad saying that dinner's ready, so... <laughs> you can finish up with this conversation. Not me saying that, like, literally five people are dead. Yeah. But... Literally, I don't understand how that happened <laughs> I, I we can talk about that in your segment of trauma because that yes. definitely has something to do with trauma most likely yeah definitely yeah like no doubt definitely something it's really really good i'm yeah. i'm coming <laughs> sorry that was my mom telling me dinner was ready <laughs> annie has to go okay just give me a little coffee break. I'll be back in a little bit and we can yeah, finish this we'll podcast. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Love Bye. you. Bye. I don't know how long. How the other I barely, I barely even, even touched, touched my, my like trauma. trauma. And, and it was 18 minutes, so true. So I'm kind of scared, but but whatever we'll you just... think is good. <clears throat> Sunny, what well, do you this want? This one can just be long. Okay. Come here, sunshine. Come here. All right, whatever. <coughs> Sorry. Where were we? Where were we? 
Um, welcome back, guys. <laughs> hey. Uh, just ate dinner. I had taco Have salad. Break. How yes. great. Um, Real good. Okay, so I think we were around me, like, putting on masks, you know. Oh, yeah, and we're talking about dead people. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, so, yes. Yes. So, I think... I, I'm, I'm trying to gather my words right now. So I kind of went into this chronic, really bad state of anxiety. So cute. And like, I never wanted to leave the house because I was so afraid that people were going to look at me. And like, I think my actual, like the actual fear I had was that people were going to know that my dad was dead and that they would judge me for it and be like, because this actually really, like, actually happened, which is really horrible. But what the fuck? Literally, my somebody who will not be named, um, she was she was a lady at my old church. Yes. And she actually, like, you know, I was just chilling and I was with my old best friend her brother mm-hmm. was like t- like took money from her like in a playful way. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I was like chasing him around with her and we were trying mm-hmm. to get the money back. You know, just yeah. you know, yeah, just we were young, little fun little We're things. literally like Cute. I had just turned 14 at this point. Yeah, it's fun. And so, you know, whatever. So I chased him around and like we eventually like tackled him to the floor. He was like 18. So he was older. Yeah. And <clears throat> she literally like yelled at my mom we were in church in church oh she like yelled at my mom over like the room and was like hey missy you should like you should keep an eye on your daughter she's just been all over the boys lately Uh little little did she know that i'm gay (laughs) (laughs) babe um anyway so like shut the fuck up like none of your business that's what really like i have absolutely no tolerance for like slut shaming and whatever Mm -hmm. because like same like i hate it i just don't care what you think about me yeah and um sorry if you hear like you think i can yeah and like it's okay I can get on a whole rant on that, but I just won't. That's not – I yeah, don't have time for that. That's another story. Yeah. So, anyway, I really was so, like, insecure about that because I didn't mm. want people to think, like, I have daddy issues, which I do. Yeah. But forget about that. That's besides <laughs> the point. I didn't want people that to know different. that. Um, and I really – sorry. Sunny's, Sunny's playing with the toy. Sunny. Um, Sunny, stop it. Um. <clears throat> So, that night, like, like a few minutes later, I, like, went to my car with my mom, and I was just, like, started sobbing. And I was like, yeah, <clears throat> I can't believe she thinks that about me. And, like, yeah. of course, I'm, like, all over people because I just, like, I didn't know how to, like, express my pain. But, like, yeah. And, like, like... It's just a friend. Like, you're allowed yeah. to... Ha- and also, like, I was... I wasn't just I feel like that's also something with church and, like, with people think with being really conservative. Ugh. Fucking hate it. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, I have... We should do a whole episode on spiritual crises. (laughs) Like, religious trauma. Yeah. Religious trauma could be a whole segment. Definitely. Um, so... 
I really just like cried a lot and that woman I do not like her she's a bitch but whatever um so I was really scared of people like looking at me different and Mm -hmm. actually her son pretended to be my friend Uh. because my dad died (laughs) oh my god because he felt bad for me which is like great feel bad for me if you want but don't pretend to be my friend and then just like ghost me why don't they why don't you just like yeah no 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 it really hurt my feelings and That's like definitely not okay gave me a bit of a trust issue thing mm-hmm. with like because i was like because i was like oh my gosh do people are people actually my friend or do they like yeah just want to be my friend because my dad died so yeah, then I'm definitely I, a friend because your dad died yeah 100 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> percent. but like and then i just stopped telling people my dad died because mm. I was like, well, the problem solved. But yeah. it wasn't. Alawal. No. Um, people just suck. Yeah. So I became really weary of people and friends. And the same kid made fun of me because Sunny is my therapy dog. She's my, like... We love Sunny. <clears throat> she's been qualified as a, like, service dog. So she can go wherever That's she so wants. Cute. Whenever she wants. And she has a little vest and everything. That's so cute. And so when I was really, like, anxious, I would, like, take her to, like, church and stuff. Mm. And the same boy, he made fun of me for it. And he'd be like, what service could she bring you? Like, what's your problem? Why do you have... Shut the fuck up. Literally, I was so angry. I would have beat him the fuck up if i wasn't like, in none a of your fucking setting. business literally like, but the like that is just so disgusting that's just rude you like, did not say that no and it could be anything like yeah he doesn't know the issues i have like you should just be able to guess like oh her dad died she's probably really fucked up but mm-hmm. no 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 he knew no. that and he knew my issues and he was still like fun <laughs> let's make fun of her because yeah. I'm around my other guy friends, and I want to be a douchebag. But like, fuck off! Literally, fuck off. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting a little too pressed about it. Um, <laughs> as you can see, some of my trauma is not healed. <laughs> um, we love it. <laughs> so let's see. I'm trying to go down the list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so um, fun. I think I began to just like make jokes and kind of find how my what my coping mechanisms are yeah so I started making a lot of dead dad jokes which is my (laughs) forte love it live it everything um the private story names are immaculate oh thank you my private story names are um my dad is fertilizer and (laughs) uh papa's deadaria I think is there is that it? I don't even. Know. I think no. I, I feel check. like there was more. Um. Oh, there's traumatastic. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really have anything to do with my dad. No. But my friend, she's actually really great at story names. One of them is Shh, "Don't Tell My Dad" because her dad died <laughs> too, and so oh she's God. like Shh, "Don't Tell My Dad." One of them is "Baddie with No Daddy." Oh. my and I love it. She's a queen. Love her with all my heart. Oh my Shout God. out to Lena. Um, 
<laughs> Why and do you there's so many people whose parents have died? I really couldn't tell you. It's okay, so she her mom was in the same therapy group my mom was in. Oh. And so we were like, ah, let's be friends. Twins. Yes. And then um then I went to therapy group and met a bunch of people. My entire therapy group, everybody in their in the rooms, dad died. And I was like, Oh my oh, god. I love this for us. What the fuck? Yeah, it was really fun. My one of my really good friends, her name's Devin. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really great friends. We met at therapy group. It was super fun. And you know, it's really great to just have that like a specific friend that like goes through the same shit you do and like yeah. knows even though like don't nobody knows the ex- exactly mm-hmm. how the other person feels but like yeah it's a very similar because both our dads died from cancer and wow. yeah and like it's just it's just comforting to have somebody mm-hmm. like that definitely and um you know cuz she definitely doesn't cope the same way I do. Like, I think she's way yeah. more comfortable with jokes and stuff. But that's totally fine. Because that's, like... Yeah, it's just people deal with things differently. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, like, Alina and I, we definitely cope more the same. Like, we make dead dad jokes. Yeah. And we think it's funny. And, like, it's, like... <laughs> it's kind of, like, a personality trait to us. We and love it. So, anyway... I definitely, like, began to find myself when, like, because, you know, I was really lost, and, like, I didn't Mm. know who I was. I was just kind of going through the motions when, after that happened, because, like, I was already young, and I was already in that phase where you're, like, you know, you're awkward. You don't know how to feel, and, like, you're going into the It's such a weird phase. stage. It is a weird stage, but put trauma on top of that is just yeah, a mess. Yeah, it's, it's, it is... And so it is a mess. I think I really began to find myself in therapy group and like therapy group is amazing. I love it. I think therapy is such like a good idea. Oh, like it's so good. I feel like everyone needs therapy no matter yeah, if you have like, like no matter or not. Like what your situation is, 100%. I feel like need everyone therapy. needs therapy. Yeah. Like I feel like it should be a lot more normalized. Like it's getting there, but like mm-hmm. it's still definitely not like Yeah something that a lot of people go to but I think it's definitely something that you should go to like yeah. problems or not and I feel like therapy's made out for like people who have like extreme issues but really yeah it's just to like better yourself yeah 100% and like okay let me I think <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out what I want to say you're gonna hear a lot of that, just so you know, yeah. podcast listeners. Podcast you're gonna, people. I think that has something to do with anxiety or something, or maybe that's just me. Not everything yeah. has to be mental illness, but I'm just like so distracted all the time, so I can't like form <laughs> sentences. Um, we love it, but yeah. So I think just trying. I I definitely found myself with my friends and like coping and healing and you know I also this is something I tell all my friends who's who are dealing with grief or just anything in general like it doesn't even have to be grieving yeah you can just be going through it and I would recommend this but if you have ever like lost someone or you know I don't know if 
probably most of the listeners don't believe in this, but, like, I love, like, the idea of, like, writing to the moon. Oh, that's so cool. And, like, because, like, I don't, you know this, you know how my little, like, moon cycle thing. It's great. And I love writing to the moon. I know a lot of my friends write to God, like, write letters to Jesus, whatever you're into. Mm -hmm. Um... And but specifically for me, I love like this was really healing for me to write to my dad because like oh, that's nice. there was so many things I like felt were unsaid and like I had a lot of regrets and a lot of yeah. self hatred because of like how I kind of ended how our relationship kind of ended yeah. when he died because you know I'd been really scared of who he was because like the you know the medication it kind of changed his being a bit (laughs) so sorry i just found a letter that i wrote to um my my mom gave this to me yesterday and i wrote this when i was like 12 maybe what and i wrote it towards my family or my like auntie and uncle Oh. And it is a full-on thing about the, like, divorce and <gasps> all that and issues with my mom. And I fully so wrote no. it to them. Oh, my god! I never gave it to them, but I wrote this when I was, like, 12 and my mom oh. gave it to me the other day. Yeah. That would – I would be so embarrassed. Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> just – yeah. I just found that. Um Cute. <laughs> Yeah, no, my mom gave it to me the other day, and I was like, oh, fuck, okay. Did she read it? I mean, oh, yeah, I, no, I, knew, I knew they read it before. Okay. Um, I would literally die of embarrassment if I were you. Yeah, I, it wasn't even that bad. Like, it was about my, no, my mom, it was, me, it was me defending my mom, actually. Oh, period, as you should. Yeah. We love your mom. I mean, yeah, yeah we, we love her. <laughs> um... Oh, my God. Do you want me to keep talking while you're reading? Yeah, keep talking. Okay. So, the idea of, like, writing to my dad really helped me because even though I knew he wouldn't, like, read it or anything, I knew he wouldn't get it, it really healed me mm. to just... I, you don't have to listen to this, Tara. No, I'm listening. <laughs> you I'm don't listening. have to listen. You can read. <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. Um... I can multitask. Fuck you. Period. I could never. Couldn't be me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I found it really healing because I couldn't... Sometimes it it felt too heavy for me to, like, actually believe that that he wasn't here. And so I just, like, convinced myself, okay, this might not be the best advice for you. So maybe just (laughs) check out this part. But I would, like, convince myself that he was still alive, just, and he mm. was just far away, so I'd have to, like, write him letters so that he would get them. Oh. That's really sad now that I say it all loud. so sad. <laughs> um, so I would write him letters, and maybe I'll read one, but actually my friend has all my letters because she was writing a song with them. Aww. Um, so she, actually, go listen to her song. It's Ainsley Grant. Is it that girl? Oh my god, yeah. her songs are so good. They're so good. I love her so much. And she's coming up with a song on the 19th, so go stream it. Um, but it really 
it made me feel a lot better, honestly. And a lot of my anxiety and depression kind of um, withered away with that, surprisingly. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it had to do with like <laughs> antidepressants too, but yeah, but it really helped me. And my therapist, like, I had a lot of difficulty expressing myself to my therapist a lot of times. And yeah. oh, I definitely have issues with that as well. Yeah. So she would tell me because I was so good at verbal not verbalizing writing my feelings down in these yeah. letters she was like why don't you just like give me the letters and I'll read them yeah and and that's what we did so every week I would just send her, like give her my letters and she would yeah. read them and she'd be like oh my gosh wow now I know what you're feeling mm-hmm. because I don't know are you is that a chip meeting yeah. Did you just suck on your chip and then spit <laughs> I it just out? licked it. You're so fucking weird. We're on FaceTime too, so that's when we can see each other. Um so <laughs> we just flipped each other off. Um Yeah, I'm literally just ranting about writing fucking letters. If you want to write one, just go fucking write one. It's great. Go write a letter. Yeah, go write it's a really letter. Therapeutic. It is. I've done it. Writing it. letters is honestly so therapeutic. therapeutic. I know Mia's done it. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. Oh my god, I'm just reading this letter and it's like, things that annoy me the most about this whole situation <gasps> is I feel like the adult section of this issue are acting like children. Ah! <laughs> wow, you sound so annoying back then. Yeah, Even I was. You still sound annoying, but then you were <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> Um, and they're like, uh, and then they only believe that, oh, what am I reading? That one thing is the most drama or info on the subject. What does that even fucking mean? I don't know. You're, wait, how old My are you? My 12-year-old oh, self yeah. 12. 12, you, we'll give you a pass. I was dyslexic, so I yeah. couldn't even write when I was 12. <laughs> um, oh, but, my God. Yeah, we still, okay, we'll get into cutting now. Um, oh, yeah. So, my first time cutting was... Well, I'm going to be quieter. My parents would probably hear me. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my first time cutting was when I was... I want to say... 15. 15 or can 16. We, can we really talk about how competitive yes. that stuff is as well? Yes. So, actually, we were talking about this the other day on FaceTime... So, yeah, me and like somebody, I don't want to out her. Yeah, so, yeah. me and my friend, we would do this a lot together, and we never saw it as an issue. And I think that goes to say how mentally ill we both are. Yeah, slash were because we wouldn't do that right now, at least. Um, yeah, but I think it's like we really started getting bad. Um, about five months ago and we would like FaceTime each other and every time I mean we were we always were like low together and so Mm -hmm. we would just get on FaceTime and be like are you feeling it tonight and then we would be like all right let's let's begin and and that sounds so you know actually yeah we need to put a trigger warning on this episode Um, we really do this needs like have a yeah um Sorry, if you can hear a plane, um, there's a plane going over oh, my no, house right now. Um, 
So basically, we would do it, and I would use scissors, or which I don't even know how I would like, use how how. But I was so afraid my parents were gonna catch me, so I would try and find like the weirdest objects. Like I tried to find a box oh, cutter, but I couldn't find a box cutter. I I I used a box cutter. Yeah, and then I just eventually resorted to like doing it in the shower with like my razor which i still use the same razor to oh my shave. god don't you change your fucking no. why don't you change the thing because they're expensive bitch <laughs> oh my god what that's just so gross never mind well <laughs> so um we would do it, and it would just be so competitive, because she'd be like, wait, let me see yours, and I would show her, and oh. she would, I was, like, kind of, it kind of depended on the night, but I feel like I tended to go deeper, because I'm more competitive, and yeah. she would just kind of let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and she would do it, like, on her thighs or something, and I like to do it on my hand or my wrists. Which, um, because it's just easier, but it's also... I did my thighs. So fucking hard to hide. Yeah, that's why I did it. And I it also did it on my feet, which I've never oh. heard anybody else doing it on their feet. Yeah, I've never heard that one. Um, But I was... This is really gross to say, but, like, I really, like, thought about it a lot. And I was like, where's one place that would hurt, even if I wasn't cutting, while yeah. it was healing and it would be really hard to heal? And yeah. I was like, if I cut on my feet, I'd constantly be walking on it. It'd be infected all the time. Yeah, that'd be that'd be. And bad. so my goal was basically to always like I wanted my like scars to stay because I mm. wanted that kind of pride, yeah, quote unquote. Yeah. You could say pride. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Um, of having it, and so that's why I like either like did it on my wrist, and you know, people would say like. Why would you like do it on your wrist? Like you gotta hide it. And I was like, because I'm proud. Like I want people to yeah. see it. And it wasn't ever attention seeking. No. But it was like this type of look how beautiful they are. Or like look how it's good hard they to are. explain yeah. to people who don't like don't do it themselves. Do it. Mm-hmm. Cause like a lot of people be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean? But like you can I can admit it's fucked. It's disgusting. It's yeah, so it's weird. Fucked. But it just makes so much sense to me. And you can't explain it. Like, you can't. Yeah. But, yeah. And, like, my mom, like, she found them one time. And she was like, why do you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. Why? W- I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I don't know. I can't explain it. You can't explain it. It just, like, it There's feels no way. so good. It's like, um, I've, I've tried to explain it as, like, you um how do I say this you try to like punish yourself physically to take away the pain that's like emotionally yeah to get your like mind off it or mm-hmm. at least like um sometimes that was that and then the other times it'd be like um I feel like you de- you feel like you deserve it yeah and I think a lot of it came from like self-hatred because I was very yeah. much like I hated myself so long and it came a lot like, I think it came from mostly just, like, how I treated my dad. 
because like I was mm. very distant with him and I didn't treat him badly I just like really like I wouldn't spend time with him and I really hated yeah, myself like that. at that at that age especially yeah like, and I, I think know, that's it, normal for any like yeah. teenage age you just kind of you just kind of like you want to find yourself you slowly drift yeah you, you want to like hang out with friends yeah and like but you want to do these things that you feel like are a lot more important, and but then in the end, they're not. Yeah, and and I also like I was never made aware because my parents really wanted to pre- protect me from this, but I was never made aware he was dying. So I just thought he was mm. sick, and so I really like, and I was scared, and I just didn't know how to feel. So I just kind of pushed it away, and that was mm-hmm. the easiest way to do it was just completely yeah. ignore my parents, completely push them out yeah. of my mind. Was to just not be around them and be around my friends as much as I could so I really resented myself for that and so I began to like cut or like you know scratch myself till I bled or you know just do whatever I could to hurt myself yeah um or like overeat and then like undereat a lot yeah so (laughs) so I think also another way of like it's good to like explain it is like sometimes people want to I I mean this is basically what you said that I guess it's just a different way of phrasing it but like Mm. sometimes giving yourself physical pain is just so much easier and it's way more distracting of your like mental pain because like Mental pain mm-hmm. is so much harder than physical pain. And it's long lasting. Yeah. And physical pain's there and it goes. Yeah. And it's just like, and I found a lot of satisfaction in how it looked too. Yeah, like, same. I loved seeing like the blood. Sorry, this is really vulgar. Yeah. But no, go. But like, I loved seeing like the blood and like. Yeah, definitely same. And it really, and I loved, oh my gosh, I loved. It's like I'm like talking about it and I'm like getting like No, because it, it is like an like yeah. you know, gone. It was like an addiction and I still kind of crave it at sometimes. Yeah, but... it definitely is. It it's I feel like it doesn't like really ever fully go away. Yeah. Like, you know, because who before like I lost like relapsed or whatever. Yeah. I like didn't cut for like like six months. Mm-hmm. Or something. And I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. And just like, out of nowhere, you're like, oh, nope, nope, there it is. There and, it is. like, I loved, like, kind of sanitizing it afterwards because of the sting and the pain that I it felt. It stings. Yeah. And it just felt so exhilarating. Yeah. And I also feel like sometimes we did it because we were so numb. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely a reason why I did it a bunch because like, I just did, I couldn't feel anything, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna make myself feel something." Mm-hmm. So you just do it, yeah. And I think like what really like I think I've kind of what keeps me from doing it again is like valuing my body and like yeah. really like because I've gotten really like deeply into like meditation and like caring for myself and like I like to think of myself as like kind of okay this is like really like you have to like (laughs) yeah it has to be a balance because I think of myself as like very delicate and like somebody that needs to be like 
needs to be taken care of in a very soft way but I'm also like yeah but I'm the baddest bitch and I can take whatever like I'm so <laughs> strong so it's like a very like narrow bridge that I have to like make sure I feel both ways about myself because yeah you know I need to like take very gentle care of myself because if I don't yeah I you know another thing that I've learned over time is like try not to think of your emotions as good or bad just human experience yeah that's definitely something that I do but I don't even think it's good it's like just me coping because I'm like <laughs> I'm like yeah it, bucket list <laughs> lol <laughs> no I just like you know yeah no I get that I feel like it's healthy though like to like instead of because like you know there's a lot of shame that comes with depression and being like Ugh, I can't believe I slept all day. Ugh, I can't believe my room's a mess. Yeah. Ugh, I can't believe I'm eating at 3 a.m. instead of having a normal eat schedule. And, like... Yeah. But instead of, like... I mean, you obviously, it's good to try not to do those things. But... Yeah, but, like... But you shouldn't shame yourself for that because you can't help it and it's not something you can control. And so... Yeah, definitely. It's definitely, like, something that's really helped me is just being, like, all right, Annie... You can't do anything about this. And this isn't good. This isn't bad. This is just how you are going through life. And that is okay. Yeah. Because it, like, is. I feel like it's just so, like, not normalized. Yeah. And I mean... Like, with a lot of things, when it comes to mental health, a lot of things aren't normalized. Yeah. And I mean, it's sad that it has to be normalized because it shouldn't be our norm, like, our normal. It shouldn't. But it is, and that's we just have to deal with that. Yeah, and um, I think another thing that's really helpful is just like kind of listening to your body and like what your body needs. Because mm. I heard yeah. um, one of my friends she told me that like the most important thing is to listen to your body, and like if it's tired, give it a nap. If it's because your body is like when it feels things it's literally just telling you something and mm. if you're thirsty drink fucking water like don't ignore these yeah. things because th- these are things are important and like exactly you know I do get tired like I'm constantly tired and that's okay because that's just the side effect of depression and mm-hmm. so I should be able to sleep without feeling yeah. bad about myself and I exactly. need to recharge and I need to take care of that part of myself yeah when it comes to sleep that's one thing I also do because I feel like when I was younger like or even like up till now like my parents are like oh you can't sleep like you can't have a rest like resting is for weak people like Mm -hmm. especially my stepdad he's like if you're not constantly working you're failing at life like you're not like you're failing if you're not constantly doing Mm -hmm. something like I could never be able to do this like I would never be able to like sit down and just like talk or sit down and just like lie in my bed yeah like in the middle of the day like I could never do that because like he'd just be like you're failing at life if you're a failure and I'm like oh okay (laughs) sorry you know yeah no I get it I I think that's like my brother he used to be like he he's never experienced well I don't want to say never I don't know his personal life that Mm -hmm. well but yeah I don't think he experiences depression to my extent yeah and so he would be like Annie like it's good like like just like have like five hours of sleep that's all you need 
And I was like, you know, that might work for yeah. you, but that could yeah. never work for me. Like, I need at least 11 hours of sleep to really, like, function. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and, and like that might sound funny, like, to a lot of people because, of course, it, it does sound funny. Like, eight hours is the normal, but, yeah. but for somebody who is constantly, like, all day long, like, stimulated, 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 and yeah. anxious, anxious, anxious – like, yeah. you need so much more sleep than everybody else. So it's really annoying to me when, like, my parents, mm-hmm. like, kind of shame me for sleeping so much. Or, like, you know, people yeah, will make jokes same. of, like, oh, my gosh, what a teenager, always sleeping. And I'm like, no, this isn't mm-hmm. – this doesn't have anything to do with teenager. This has all to do yeah. with anxiety, depression. Because, like, being awake, you're, like, constantly, like – my, Thinking, like, my, like yeah. I'm pretty sure the same. Like, your brain doesn't stop. No. Or, like, like your brain's, like... I mean, of course, like, if you're awake, your brain doesn't stop. But, like, it's different. Yeah. And, like... it's like, very... For me, ooh. like, I don't... I'm really trying to figure out a good way to explain this for people who don't experience it. But, like, I feel like it's... It's, like... Let me just try and verbalize it, kind of. Like, I'll, like, think about, like... Okay. Um what is like what do I believe in like am I Christian am I do I believe in you know crystals and Mm. the moon and all of that or and if I don't am I going to be like go to hell what what like and you know it's like it just keeps going and going and you just keep kind of bouncing off into these areas of yeah oh my gosh and what about this and what about that and what about that and what about that yeah and it's like you can never get a fucking break no and especially with like me in school yeah like school like as for me like a constant state mm-hmm. i can't imagine like i literally would kill myself like 100 percent. that's not me joking i would yeah. have ended my life by now if i had stayed no, i in thought school. my anxiety i thought my anxiety wasn't like that bad like i knew it was bad but i didn't think it was that bad especially the holidays because i wasn't like that bad and then as soon as I went back to school and a lot of my friends noticed this they were like Tara you're like extremely anxious mm-hmm. and that's like what made me have to do pathways like what I'm doing because I can't be at school for that long yeah because like I can't do it yeah like, I get too anxious to the point where like I can't go yeah and that's exactly how I felt with school like it was like every night I was just crying myself to sleep, mm-hmm. being so anxious, could never finish my schoolwork, would get thirties yeah. on my tests and zeros yep. on my quizzes and it was just like I constantly felt like a failure and I was like driven by these fucking grades that mean nothing in life. That they just mean nothing. Absolutely don't have any relationship with where you're going in the future but it made me feel worthless and uh, oh of course and I think that's why I just like I couldn't do it anymore because I was constantly told you're not enough you're not enough to pass this class you're not enough you're going nowhere in life and your whole like basis is based off a mark which is so stupid and it's so damaging that should just not be Mm -hmm. a thing and especially coming it. from somebody, I had never been in a school before, so I never experienced yeah. grades. I never understood that. And, you know, yeah, because it, it just didn't matter to me before. And, like, 
And then I went to this school and they were just saying, yeah, you're at a fifth grade level. You're stupid. You're dumb. And yeah. And I was like, they just wouldn't help me at all. And I have a lot of learning disabilities and they didn't give a fuck. And it just really no. was disgusting to me. And mm-hmm. that was really damaging too. <laughs> um, that, that was definitely when I started getting heavily into cutting and stuff. School is like so unhealthy, even if you're mentally stable or not. Like it's such an unhealthy environment. Yeah. It's really, Ugh. really icky. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Okay. We don't like it. So I need to go, but we will finish this segment because I did all my talking about my trauma. Yeah. Well, I, I at least touched the surface. <laughs> yeah. And then... Well, if you... If you... Are you, like, done talking about it or do you want to talk more? Well, right now, I need to go. But, like... I mean, like, in general. Like, I mean, we've got... In the episode. The whole, and like, inter... Like, friggin... The entire podcast to talk about trauma. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to just yeah. do it all So do we want to finish this episode? We can... Do you want to do the next episode with all your trauma or just finish this yeah, episode? Yeah, I'll do the next. I'll do the next one. Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed... Annie's trauma episode. Enjoyed it. Um, it was very. We got down and dirty. Yeah, we got down and dirty and cutting and trauma. I hope I really deep shit. Fucking hope to God. We need to put a trigger warning. Yeah, I really hope I didn't trigger anyone. Oh, also, just for preface, uh, I do have anxiety, PTSD, depression. And possibly OCD, but I'm not diagnosed, so I wouldn't take that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Queen. Anyway, so now you guys know all my disorders and issues. <laughs> yeah, plenty of that's, them. That, that's good. Yeah. Um, we love it. Anyway, so I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. guys. And the next one will be super fun because she's got so much fun stories to tell you guys. It's so good. It's so good. So many. So So many. We love you guys. And we will talk. We'll hear you or you'll hear us in the next podcast. In the next podcast. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. 